Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Now back to On the Block with Strick and Austin on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. This is On the Block, Austin Norman and Eric Strickland with you. Tomorrow, Volleyball Day in Nebraska, Huskers versus Omaha, the main attraction. Uh, Rico will be out there covering all the action. Plenty of 93.7, the ticket representation as well. If you see us out there, say hi. Um, but there's been some good good writing before this strick. Uh, ESPN had a piece about it today. USA Today mm-hmm. wrote about it. Um, and so did Mitch Sherman of The Athletic. And that's what I'm going to draw on for this segment. There were really three paragraphs that stood out to me relating somewhat to Nebraska volleyball, but... It wouldn't shock me if you having played Nebraska basketball, uh, Jay having played Nebraska football, might resonate with some of these ideas that Nebraska volleyball's done. So the first paragraph that really stood out to me was about halfway through the piece, maybe a little further down. Mitch writes, it always felt like a family, but when Nebraska moved out of the iconic Coliseum in 2013, the program gave up a piece of its history in search of growth and profitability. It's a business. I get it. They have to make money. Nebraska Volleyball, one of the only programs that is actually Mm self-sufficient at that level. So that's important. But just how important is it when you play at Nebraska to have that home field advantage, to have that home court advantage, to have all those fans on top of you yelling for you? Where's the line between too small and good environment versus too big and corporate for Nebraska? Oh, speaking only uh, speaking of all sports, or we we can go with the Devaney Center where you played for basketball. Had what eleven, twelve thousand, thirteen maybe when yeah, you I played. Think, I think it was probably fourteen, fourteen or something like that. Was that a good size? Did it feel too big, too small? No, I think that uh, that felt pretty good. I think there was still some intimacy that was involved with it. Um, the that lower bowl area, uh, which were the bleacher seats, really was where the students were. So we definitely had students that could get up on you a little bit. It's a little bit different than it is in PBA. But um, mm-hmm. um, when I think about volleyball, and, and I'm thinking about this this um, this game, I understand where it's going. Let me just say even more, because of the struggles of the big, the big brands, which is obviously Nebraska football, um, they have become the brand of mm-hmm. success. You know, Coach Cook and that crew have done a tremendous job of putting those ladies in great positions to have success and to win and to 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 uh, position themselves to make runs at championships. You've got to tip your hat to them and and, and, and clap a hand and, and let them know. At the same time, I think this this the question that I come to is. It's going to put a spotlight back on Nebraska to do something of this magnitude. If they break this record, which is 91,648, which was set in March 22nd at a UEFA Women's Championship League match that was in Barcelona. If they do that, 
That is going to be something like you didn't hear much about the the, the world championships in in football. You're not really hearing much about the world championships, although the you know the the, the men's basketball <laughs> mm-hmm. is moving on. You know, Austin Rivers is making an impact Reeves. on what. Or, <laughs> It's a recurring bit. Gosh, darn it. <laughs> That's that, that age thing. Um, Austin Reeves is is making – but you're not really hearing – yeah, it's it's sprinkled in there. Mm-hmm. But this would, I think, reveal what Nebraska is not only about how much they care, mm-hmm. how real they are as far as their approach to the love of not only the program but the sport – in whatever the sport is. Mm-hmm. And I think that would help in a lot of ways. So I look at that and I say, you know, go after it. I understand it because I remember the Coliseum. Uh, men men basketball used to play in there. It's mm-hmm. like the women have followed a pattern. They're like, go in here. Let's take over this little bigger spot. Well, we'll take it. And then they make it their own and they make it great. Mm-hmm. And then men's basketball says, well, we're going to move out of the vanity. We're going to go to PBA. Oh, well, there's another bigger space. They're like a freaking goldfish, right, (laughs) that has become huge. Like, do you know and understand, Austin, that goldfish are actually really big? big. They could be huge. Mm -hmm. They're only as big as the size of their container. Their container. And that's Mm -hmm. why I think this could blow the roof off. The recruiting, all that stuff goes through. These folks see that. Hopefully it would spurn and be trinkled, you know, trickle out to mm-hmm. the other sports. But it's going to take – I think Matt Rule needs to, to get it going on the football side of things. Hopefully on the basketball side of things that can change. We know mm-hmm. that baseball has been trying. They've been close. Um, softball has been kind of peeking over the – like we want to get involved too, you know. Right. Uh, track has always been successful. And that's mm-hmm. another thing. You don't really hear about the, the, the track team. Uh, my thing is, we got a swim team. Mm-hmm. Are we going to add polo now that the now that the pack Ooh. now that the Pac-12 is coming over with polo teams? I don't know. I don't know. Just throwing out know. there. I don't know. Just throwing. Go ahead. Um, the other thing I was going to say was I think it was the ESPN piece that talked about John Cook's hesitancy to move out of the Coliseum into mm-hmm. Devaney. The Coliseum seat, I think, four thousand mm-hmm. for volleyball. Devaney at the time, like you said, fourteen thousand. Cook said in that piece, his motto has always been "Dream big," right? We hear that all the time out of Husker volleyball. But he agreed to move to Devaney if they obviously redid it for volleyball, made mm-hmm. it volleyball specific. And the way that program was rolling uh, before that and then has continued to smart choice. But John Cook even said maybe they didn't dream big enough, right? Because they're filling that 306 consecutive sellouts for Nebraska volleyball. Maybe they could have sold out 10,000 mm. instead of the 8,000 they have now. So John Cook, at least according to that piece, looks back with a little bit of, huh, you know, maybe I undersold even what his program was capable of doing. The second paragraph from the athletic says, uh, Peterson, so Lindsay Peterson, director of ops, uh, noticed that some of the bonds lost a bit of grip. She spearheaded an effort to keep ex-Huskers and by association, the volleyball community in step with the program. I want to touch on the former Husker aspect of it next, because there is a cool initiative that I think we can talk about. The part that stood out to me was, and by association, the volleyball community. Mm -hmm. Strick, think about how club volleyball has exploded for young ladies here in Nebraska, grown exponentially. I don't know what Husker Volleyball's involvement in that is, but I know all the best players in the state of Nebraska play for their club team. Nebraska goes and watches them there. I don't know if Nebraska is involved in in funding and helping run any camps or anything like that, 
But clearly the success of Nebraska volleyball has helped club volleyball in the state of Nebraska. Oh, yeah. And how good club volleyball has been has helped amplify not just Nebraska volleyball, but send talent everywhere. Yeah. Why can't football, why can't basketball, why can't baseball see a similar growth? I love it. I love it, Austin. You're, 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 you've hit the nail on the head on that one. And I think a lot of it has to do with brand. Let me, let, I'm going to create a new word because I've talked about this before, that we can get so stuck on brand. So I'm going to say brand complacency. Ooh, put that in the strictionary. Put that in the strictionary. I think they've kind of smelt the smelling salts but didn't wake up. Mm. Ooh. Ooh. You feel me? I, I feel you. You know, when you got knocked out a little bit and they put the thing in, oh, kind of. I think I think we had so much brand, uh, what's the word I say? Complacency. There, oh, gosh, yeah. I'm, I'm, that thing hit different. <laughs> um, we had so much brand complacency that it, it put us in a, in a, in a, in a stupor, into a slumber, to where our creativity, our innovation, the things that we were on the cutting edge of before, mm-hmm. We've lost. I'll address my other point because I love where that was going on the second. But I think we need to wake up and get back ahead of it. Mm-hmm. Get back on the front edges of doing things that others hadn't done. I think that's creative. And then you wonder why, Austin, that the volleyball program is having the success that they're having. Because they're freaking doing things. Without brand complacent, they could easily Mm -hmm. be brand complacent. Easily. Mm -hmm. But they don't. They continue to push the boundaries and continue to figure out ways to make them better. And I think this is what they're doing in in going into Memorial Stadium is one of those things. Brad on the text line says, when you win four games a year, people stop caring. I get it, but I also don't think that's the point, right? It helps that Nebraska volleyball is successful, but could Nebraska – basketball both programs could nebraska football could baseball and softball take that next step by investing in the youth by putting on more coaches clinics saying hey here's how your yeah. young people learn acquire develop the there? skill right how did you think we we got there because we competed mm-hmm. in camps in team camps and they invested in making mm-hmm. sure they got the best of the best in the state bruce chubbick we played bruce chubbick in the championship game from west holt west holt yeah, mm-hmm. we played them in the championship game, and we and and years later we're teammates. Mm-hmm. I think even Andy Markowski and them were there. I know Jason Glock was there. Mm-hmm. We played we played Wahoo, and that that spurned us to want to play Wahoo in the season because we competed at them down there. We were hearing Wahoo, Wahoo, Justin, Jason Glock, Jason Glock. Let's go, and we're all teammates. Mm-hmm. You're absolutely on to something, Austin, and I and I, I love it. Nebraska can invest in its high school coaches and in its high school athletes, and even younger, right? Youth camps, coaches, clinics. There's nothing stopping other programs from doing that. Why not? Okay, so here's the last paragraph, Strike, that I'm going to just serve this up for you, tee off on it. Uh, Peterson, again, Lindsey Peterson, Director of Ops for Nebraska Can I be honest on this one? I expect nothing less. Let's get it. Um, And Assistant Coach Kelly Hunter, a former All-America setter, also from Nebraska, annually pair current players with alums. Players and former wow. players connect on the phone. They talk about shared experiences. Most of the conversations, uh, former middle blocker Amber Holmquist Limbaugh said, go deep into life away from the court. DP came in a little bit earlier and asked me a question. This is not a racial question. 
just something to throw out because it still speaks to this. It just so happens that, you know, a good portion of us happen to be that of, of, of African-American black descent. Okay. Mm -hmm. This is not a racial thing, but it's going to, uh, in some forms may come out if you're not, um, able to discern that that's not where this is coming from. But he said something to me. DP broke down and said, Eric, um, how many people that were former, that's all he said. He didn't say nothing about color or anything. He just said, how many former players that you know in any sport? Um, well, it kind of was us work down at the university of Nebraska. I can only think of one, Damon Benning. And that just recently happened because Matt Davison vacated that position. Also a former player in the same spot. Right? Mm -hmm. So that was something that I said, dang, you know, you know what? You're right. But then I look at Coach Cook and what they've done. Then I remember, I go back in my memory banks, and I say, I happen to be sitting next to a player that was being heavily recruited they absolutely wanted i think tim miles was the coach at the time and he says he's sitting and i think i've told this story before but i'm going to retell it because i'm I'm speaking to this this specific point ty webster sitting next to me we're chopping it up we're talking we just happen to be in the same i happen to be in town that week sitting there his dad says ty move come sit me he sits next to me he says listen um, I don't think I'm going to send my son here. I said, really? I said, why? He says, I just don't know. I'm just not feeling it. Can you tell me why I should send him? Now, I'm not going to go into the full details of kind of the conversation, but mm -hmm. it was a conversation. Me being a homegrown kid, me being from here, me playing here, how it would affect your son if he stayed here and what it would look like for him down the road. By the end of the conversation, he says, I think I'm going to send him. Okay. But that speaks to what you're talking about. Then you wonder why Coach Cook has success. It's because he's connected those from, from, from previous past success, even if it wasn't success or a championship. Mm -hmm. It doesn't matter. But it was the experience. Mm -hmm. And is able to convey that experience to a young person, never been to Nebraska, maybe from the cold outback of South Dakota or maybe from the big city uh, blocks of, you know, Newport, Connecticut or, or New Jersey or wherever they're from, Philly, but just never been to a size this size but has an experience or somebody that maybe came from a similar type of dynamic and they're able to, you know, talk about it. Mm -hmm. You wonder why they have success. I'm not going to say that's the only reason. They have to put in the work, Austin. They have to do the work. Right. But at the same time, it's not just about the work on the court. There's off the court, off the field. There's all this other stuff that goes on in the mind, i.e., we, we're, not, we're not speculating. We don't know what's going on, but i.e., Eric Gilbert. Mm -hmm. Has anybody do we really know what he's dealing with, what his mental you know, hurts and what his pains are, what his anguish is, what has spurned him? You know, we don't know. But these conversations that these 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 
peer groups are having. Yes, I've been here. I'm older than you, but I'm still, I, I know what you're going through. I've been through what you're going through. Mm-hmm. How's it going for you? What is what is, what is is the training table like for you? What is, what is school? How's classes? You know, just those type of conversations can help tremendously. Ricky Simmons, you hear him on the Get Your Happy On Hour every Sunday night, says anyone that played before him is a big brother. Anyone that played after him is a little brother. Mm-hmm. That family aspect, right? I would love to know the number of conversations that the former Husker athletes in here have had with current Husker players. I don't need to know the content, but how many times have they had conversations? What's that connection like? Because you guys are right here. Mm-hmm. I don't want to jump in your shoes, so I'm going to ask this question. Would you and your teammates, if you were approached by the men's basketball coaching staff, be willing to talk with a player once a week? Facts. I, I, I've, I, don't, I don't know if I can even tell you how much I've tried to hang around, mill around, be around. Um, if, if was called upon, would jump. Because I've always said, and I, I said it this way, and, and this would speak to how much I care. Mm-hmm. I told Tim Miles, I said, Tim, for what you're paying those other guys to come in here, not be able to tell it and sell it, and leave before the the S hits the fan, mm-hmm. I'll do it for half. I would come and do it. I was coaching at the time. I was coaching yeah. Division Two down in, in New Mexico. I said, I'll do it for half just because I love it and I want to see the program and you win. Not trying to come in here usurp you, not trying to come, but I want to see the program thrive and survive. And that started way back then. I would do the same thing if, if you know, Coach Hoiberg or anybody, any of, the, any of the coaches called me and they needed that, I would do it. And you know why? You know why? I was doing it even when I wasn't. Like my guys, um, what um, Tony Stubblefield, who's now the head coach at DePaul, Tony Stubblefield, when I was playing with the Dallas Mavericks, he used to, you know, hey, Strick, can you get me some tickets? to, You know, I want to take a recruit to a game. Yeah, no problem. Just because I love it. I love seeing young men thrive and, 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 and make it. And that's what I would do. Not like you said about you. Yeah. Not about anyone else other than the young man on campus and the program and being part of the same program. It's an untapped resource. And if the best program on campus is doing mm-hmm. it, why aren't other coaches attempting to copy success? That's a fact. With such a small thing. Throw that to Sutter Heyman text line, 402-464-5685. Um, do you think that the university's program has had first had brand complacency? Mm-hmm. Love to hear that from you. Second, do you think the programs of Nebraska's success should in some form try to mirror, mirror what the success, most successful program right now in, in, in Nebraska at the volleyball, uh, on the volleyball team, how that looks. Would you, would you want to see more of a mirror? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Let us know, 402-464-5685. We'll step aside. When we get back, we'll cross it over. DP's in the house. Jay, probably close. I want to throw that question to Jay as well, get his thoughts to wrap up on the block. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.